for Radio 1 91FM podcast. And we're joined by our good friend, Dr. Matlou Poussan. Uh, morning to you. How are we today? Good morning. Kia Welcome back. Yeah. Thank Welcome you. Back. I, you know, it's one of those things I wish you didn't have to come back. Thank but you it's very good, much. it's good to see happy you. To, happy to be here. <laughs> um, since we last spoke, a lot has uh, a lot has changed. Uh, New Zealand's had five cases of COVID nineteen. Uh, Europe has been hit hard. Um, the World Health Organization has declared a pandemic, and toilet paper companies are making a bundle of money. <laughs> um, three bites, bright spots, though. New Zealand hasn't had a case for five days. Um, that seems good. Um, the uh, the the it seems like it might have run its course in China. Um, the cases the number of cases um, are dwindling yeah. uh, day by day, and the petrol price. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with COVID nineteen. No, it's no, no. a separate politics political issue going on. In the well, market. whatever's happening, I like it <laughs> when it comes to the petrol prices. Um, but you know, how how are we going in Aotearoa in terms of handling COVID nineteen? Do you think? Um, because we haven't had a case for five days that, that we're looking pretty good. We've done a good job so far. Uh, I believe so, yeah. I think we have done a good job. I think Ministry of Health and, and associated organizations, uh, you know, they're working very closely and border controls and um, everything is seems to be working at the moment. Uh, and this is actually good news that we have only five cases and there is no community transmission. Mind you, these five cases, I believe... Um, they were actually transmitted within family cluster, like somebody uh, came over from Italy and, and one person, the, ori- the, the, the original case actually traveled from Iran. Mm-hmm. And so um, the other cases was were transmitted within the family cluster. So the good news is that we have only only five cases at the moment and there is no indication of any community transmission so this is a good news and uh, i think uh, the reason for this is that um, that things are working uh, whatever uh, you know um, the government organizations whatever people who are actually directly involved on the front line doing uh, looks like things are working so at the moment i think we are in good good shape um for you personally, I mean, I know you don't. We never want to see this kind of thing happen. Um, but this is this is what you do, right? Yes. Yeah. This is what you you do. You track these things. You track pandemics. You track um, you know viruses uh, as they move through populations. So um, even though I mean, it must be quite interesting for for you from a academic point of view, watching how this works because it's quite unusual the way it's moving. Right? It's not just having the epicenter and spreading out in all directions. Um, it's hitting here, it's hitting there, it's not going everywhere. Is it, is it quite unique? Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, um, I mean, as as an act, act, academic, you know, working in this field, um, I shouldn't say I'm happy, yeah. but uh, it, this is what we do, and this is what we um, um, generally prepare for, and we are actually working on a couple of um, uh, applications to get some funding to get going in this direction as well. Because um, coronavirus, particularly this one, this is human-to-human transmissible, and they have the capability to become endemic in human populations, although mm. um, this outbreak is going on for over two months now. Yeah. Um, so um, this is a bit slower than compared to 2009. Uh, 2009 influenza pandemic actually exploded very quickly. Um, so the other issue with this virus is that although we are in the middle of the pandemic and most likely we will be able to control it, but then um, what happens in the next winter yeah. in China? You yeah. know, so 
the virus could, could become um, endemic in the population and come back as a seasonal, you know, causing seasonal outbreak like flu does. So there is always a potential. And mind you, this is the first ever pandemic caused by a coronavirus. Yeah. There was never a pandemic caused by coronavirus. Mostly pandemics are associated with influenza virus. So that's a, that's an intriguing and interesting question to ask, and we are working in that direction. As for your question regarding the, the spread of this virus, it's a bit, uh, bit um, inconsistent in my opinion that generally human-to-human transmissible virus, when they, uh, they cause pandemic like flu, they actually pretty much, you know, uh, is spread in a circle. You know, in a, in, yeah. a, in, in, a, in a, there's a pattern to, to the spread. You could actually predict it. But here um, in China, it emerged in China and then it spread very quickly in China and it spread in the neighboring countries. But they managed to control it, like Taiwan and Singapore and South Korea. Unfortunately, half of the cases were detected in one particular religious groups who have a different, yes. you know, um, uh, you know, their, their social behavior is a bit different. So. So you could say that that half of the cases, if that particular, the virus didn't actually spread in that religious group or in that community, South Korea would have half the cases what they have right now. What what actually surprised me the most is the spread um, sort of, if you say, if you will, like jumping, the virus jump suddenly from China to Iran yeah. and then Italy. And, and the kind of unprecedented spread in Italy uh, it actually it has taken over. The, I think at least the number second in terms of the number of cases uh, and, and and number of deaths. So um, because of uh, I think the virus um, went to Europe through Italy. Now it's spreading in in, in, in in throughout Europe. And then we know that you know there are the travel restrictions uh, um, in U.S. from Europe. And um, so there are a lot of lot of things are going on in Europe. And it will be very interesting to see in the next weeks or months to come that how Europe, particularly Italy, cope with it. Uh, not much news coming out of Iran, so yeah. I don't know what's going on in there, but they had, compared to the number of cases, they had high number of deaths. So there is a there is a bit of a heterogeneity uh, in this, but we are in the middle of pandemic and the virus is expected to is spread pretty much everywhere. Um, you just spoke about it becoming endemic. Um, with that, is there a chance of it evolving? Could we see it branching off into different strains like influenza, you know, and, and you could have different strains of it coming with different winters if it does become that way? Uh, yeah, so there is a potential definitely because of the human-to-human transmissibility because the virus is everywhere in every content except, um, oh, sorry, every continent yeah. except Antarctica. Yeah. Okay? So um, when you look at the the difference in the weather pattern, northern hemisphere. So at the moment, the virus is mostly is spreading in the northern hemisphere, and then there, there, there the winter. There was the winter, and then it's kind of subsiding at the moment. Uh, the, uh, what's the next weather? Like spring is coming, right? Yeah. But then we are in the autumn. You know, so we are the the winter is coming. So endemicity describes that that the virus or any pathogen always. Uh, you know, able to find a host. Yeah. Okay. And seasonal outbreaks generally happens in in winter. Many many coronaviruses um, are still actually circulating as an endemic. You know, uh, uh, they they call 
seasonal outbreaks in winter. Yeah, in MERS and the like. MERS is actually um, a, a zoonotic virus. Um, it's, it doesn't really spread human uh, through human-to-human transmission. But other coronavirus, like hum- human coronavirus, you know, um, there, are, there are four milder virus, milder version of coronaviruses. They, they still spread in the human population and they cause seasonal outbreak. Mm-hmm. So my hunch or my hypothesis is that the this new coronavirus, which they, they, they now call it um, SARS coronavirus 2, and COVID-19 is the disease. So okay. there's a distinction. The virus oh. name is SARS coronavirus 2. Wow. And the d- name of the disease it causes is COVID-19, coronavirus disease na- 2019. So my hypothesis is that because this virus is pretty much everywhere in the human population all over the world, um, my my hypothesis is that, that this might become endemic and come back at, causing as a seasonal outbreak. As far as the changes are concerned, um, the genetic structure of coronaviruses is then is a little bit simpler than influenza virus. Yeah. Um, and so we expect, and but but the genetic nature is the same. The both are RNA virus. So. Um, if, if people know about nucleic acid, you know, we have basically DNA and RNA as a nucleic acid. Yeah. Um, but viruses, they have, uh, you know, both kind of nucleic acid, RNA and DNA. And coronaviruses, influenza virus, and other human-to-human transmissible viruses, they are mostly RNA viruses. And RNA as a nucleic acid is a bit, bit unstable. Uh, it can actually change very quickly. Mm-hmm. So there is a possibility that that coronavirus could acquire some small changes in the genome in the in the RNA, and 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 become endemic, remain in the population, and keep coming back uh, in in the future as uh, you know, causing seasonal outbreaks. Um, so in in terms of the human reaction to this uh, and, and nations' reactions, are you, are you surprised <coughs> at how far some countries are going? Like you know, the United States has just banned travel. Um, you've had a lot of events um, that have been shut down, but in the sports world, the music world, um, it seems like it's, it's now started to be taken quite seriously. Um, are you surprised that people are putting economies aside? Um, to, to spread the outbreak because you know some countries it's, it's make money or, or die you know be all one end or is the almighty dollar but it yeah. seems like even the United States um, you know is, is I mean it's extreme almost what they've done with Europe but is it extreme? Um, it's, it's hard to say like can I just compare it to the 2009 influenza pandemic yeah. you know I was in the United States at that time and unfortunately I got infection with, ah. with swine flu <laughs> and it was not pleasant as you could imagine um, at that time um, there were a lot of people I mean there was not as much media attention uh, no. at that time to 2009 pandemic it was a serious event and it was uh, taken care of by WHO and everybody else um, th- there were not as far as I remember it was actually 11 years ago now so as far as I remember there were not um, as many travel restrictions as we see right now um, and potentially that could be due to because the pathogenicity or the disease the the, the coronavirus the new coronavirus is causing is a bit bit serious a uh, bit 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 um, you know a little bit more you know lethal as compared to the influenza so that could be one of the reasons and also we li- will potentially we live in a different world right now yeah. uh, because of the the commu- communication is is you know, traveling fast and um, <clears throat> 
people are because of the information they are receiving every day every morning from different sources um might put people on bit on the edge a little yeah, bit yeah uh and look politicians are not you know different they are people too they are human you know mm, so mm. they 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 potentially have the same reaction and they have a lot of things at stake they are running the country they have their political future and everything yeah one interesting thing i just read before i came to the show um the one of the i think it's imf chief um uh or like i think she, currently she is the um um uh, uh she's heading the european bank she said that diseases and pathogens they don't see the bo- borders you know yeah, you cl- yeah. if you even if you close the border they 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 don't see they don't have a passport they don't have a visa and so um for me i think i don't know what can i say in this because this could be a political you know point i would be making but um i think if the end result is that if you can contain this pandemic by doing whatever they're doing whether right or wrong if they can contain it if they can overcome this virus then i think everything will be forgiven Yeah, yeah, oh, without doubt, without doubt. Uh, we've just seen Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, has gone into isolation because he's just been to Europe and he's not feeling very well. And his wife is showing symptoms of yeah. coronavirus, you know, COVID-19 disease. Yeah. Tom Hanks, his wife got it That's and they right. were traveling traveling all over Australia. So it's a, there's a lot going on in the in the in the media space, in the so- social space, you know, like celebrity get the virus there's a lot of news and yeah yeah in a way is that a good thing though you know um because people are prepared people know there's the information there i mean i know there is misinformation as well and there's panic buying uh and the public is a little bit unrestful but is it good that the public is so well informed because like you you see it i mean people don't even remember the 2009 swine flu outbreak and they killed 200,000 people Uh, and yes. oh, you could ask anybody out there on the street right now well, actually don't, not around the uni, uni students were only 10 then uh, you know we could go you know you go, you go in the city and you would ask people about the 2009 outbreak and no one would tell you they remember it yeah because um, I think um, influenza looks like it's forgotten <laughs> yeah. at the moment nobody's not talking totally. about it um, but look influenza is still pretty much out there yeah and one thing I hope doesn't happen that during winter there is an outbreak seasonal epidemic of influenza yes and in parallel we are having the outbreaks of of covid-19 and if there is a co-infection in the same individual um so I think we should be thinking on that line as well I mean it's good that that all the control measures and all the response um you know is is uh you know focus towards uh coronavirus um you know controlling covid-19 the disease um but at the same time we have to be you know mindful uh, at least keep that in mind that that winter is coming is like they say in game of thrones could <laughs> 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 build a wall yeah so um yeah so and influenza you know transmits without people showing any symptoms or anything so 
we need to keep that thing in mind as well that we have those res- the, the resources in place to actually respond to that particular emergency or if that happens you know uh, if they, that gets worse you know and just quickly um, do we know what strain of flu we're going to get this year do we know what strain of influenza we're expecting uh, we pretty much get the mix of H1N1 H3N2 and one of the influenza B um, yep. so um, the, the information will come out soon because WHO they um, they formulate the vaccine twice a year, yeah. and vaccine has been formulated, mm-hmm. um, and it will be available. I think we are already in the mar- in March. I think in in New Zealand it should be available um, free, sometime. Free to all students. The university is doing that this year. Is it? Yes, that's actually great. Mm. That's wonderful because when I did the the the, the survey for flu vaccination uh, to staff. Um, I set, submitted a report uh, to, to Health and Compliance Office, and that was one of my recommendations, that um, students should have the access to the vaccine and it should be provided free to them. So that's actually a great news. That's happening. So well done to you for that one. Uh, and you, do you have any, you know, I don't want to look in your crystal ball, but um, we're doing really well right now. But as you said, winter is coming, um, and, and all eyes will probably be on us on New Zealand and on Australia and in South Africa yeah. uh, and those countries where, where winter's going to take hold to see what it does uh, within a new season um, because we're relatively unscathed at the moment in the Southern Hemisphere although there are quite a few cases in Australia so um, all eyes will definitely be on us um, how do you think it will go? Do you think we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're in a good space? Um, new Zealand um, uh, considered uh, it's considered in the world as a well-organized healthcare system, and uh, uh, records are well kept, and everything is 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 in the order. Uh, and since we are a small country, we are isolated, you know, mm. you know, physically from from rest of the world. Um, so the the only only you know way we'll we'll get more infections if the travel restrictions are. You know, lifted and uh, but I think I don't think that's going to happen. I think they will put more travel restrictions. Yeah. So for us, the major worry is the community transmission because the virus is already here. Yeah. Right. So um, if if that doesn't happen uh, and and if they manage to control it, then it would be really really good. It will be great for New Zealand and New Zealand population. As for Australia, as Australia is bigger. And when you think about South Africa and, and countries in South America, they, they're, they're, you know, the borders are very close. There are, there are many neighboring countries. So it will be interesting to see how the virus travels um, across the borders and the population in those, those regions. Um, at the moment, there is not a much, uh, there is not much of a worry in those re- in those regions. So uh, we just have to, we'll, we just have to wait and see how how it goes you know in the next couple of months indeed well thank you so much for coming in a pleasure to have you in here again and no doubt um i'll talk to you again uh, in the midst of new zealand's winter um for another update and see how it's going and with the flu as well um because it's on its way and it's going to be a double whammy perhaps uh but once again thank you so much pleasure to see you again have a wonderful day Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.